You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. everybody hope you had a fabulous holiday weekend great to have you here on if you don't like that and today's episode is brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento new works plumbing locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you just go to newworksplumbing.com that's n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs whether it's leak detection water line repair plumbing repair bathroom plumbing New Works will be there for you. They are a full-service plumbing solution. No matter how small or how large your plumbing problem, they've got a fix for you. That's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. On today's show, I want to talk to you once again about these double standards in our society, not knowing what is acceptable to say, not knowing what the ground rules are. If you are a person of color, you can say certain things that I can't say, and it is a world that has just been turned upside down. A little more than a week ago, Draymond Green went on his podcast and he called former NBA player and ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins a racial slur, okay? Then just the other day, once again on his podcast, Green apologized. All right, let me read to you his apology. The other day when I was speaking, I used a word that carries a racial connotation, And when I used the word, I could have very well replaced the word with clown. I could have very well replaced the word with idiot, moron. I could have replaced the word with anything and continued in stride. And the word I am speaking of is I used the word, the word C blank blank N. As you know from me, I don't hide behind anything. I stand on what I mean and what I say. He went on and explained that after conversations with Joe Dumars and NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, he realized his mistake in using it on his podcast. Quote, this is such a huge moment for growth and learning for me as being a rookie in this business and understanding that the word does not mean the same thing for everyone. As someone who stands against racism and someone who has stood against it for years, who is not afraid to get out in front of it, I could admit right here that I was wrong. Regardless of how I may use the word with my friends or how that word may be perceived anywhere else in the world, it was wrong here and that I 
will acknowledge. Now, I will say this about Draymond Green. First of all, there is no mention of Kendrick Perkins in his apology. You would think that he would have apologized directly to Kendrick Perkins. I didn't see that in his apology. Secondly, I believe his apology was sincere. I think in our society, for whatever reason, we don't seem to accept apologies. Why not? Now, if it is something that is a repeat offense, meaning if somebody is apologizing over and over and over again for making the same mistake, then that apology is very hollow. I can take Draymond Green at his word. I can accept his apology. All right? I really can. I can accept his apology. I do have a couple of things that he said that don't sit very well with me. And the one that has to do with talking with Joe Dumars and Adam Silver, that it took that to realize that he made a mistake in using it on his podcast. So I do have a problem with that. I also have an issue with the fact that the NBA has done nothing to Draymond Green or the Golden State Warriors. No fine, no suspension. I mean, what would have happened if a white player had said that to Kendrick Perkins. What do you think the outrage would be? Do you think that person, that player, would still have a job in the NBA? Once again, we talk about double standards. And then I'm going to give you another example from this week. Chris Broussard, he works for Fox Sports. And yesterday he said this on air regarding whether Kevin Durant would go and play for the Toronto Raptors. Quote, I don't think KD will want to go to Toronto. I visited there many times. Obviously, I was there covering the league. Great city, but it's not America. And you feel it when you're there. I'm telling you, especially as an African-American, it's a different situation than African-Americans are used to being in. How about that? There is more to Broussard, all right? There is more to this story. Black people make up about, eight to nine percent of Toronto's population, all right? If you're keeping score at home, that's more than San Francisco. It's more than San Antonio. It's more than Phoenix. It's a lot more than Salt Lake City. And we're talking about Toronto, which is one of the most cosmopolitan cities on the planet, okay? I don't know about you, but I've never heard of a player leaving Toronto because there was an issue living in that city and being a person of color. Have you ever heard that before? But I guess it's okay for Chris Broussard to go on the air, not give any specifics, just go on the air and generalize about the people in Toronto. How about that for you, right? How about that? Masai Ujiri, he is the man that runs the Toronto Raptors. He was raised in England, born in the UK, but is the son of Nigerian parents. I've never heard him come out and make those type of statements. I know Toronto not only to be, as I said, a cosmopolitan city, but a city of great diversity. But I guess in Chris Broussard's eyes, that's not the case. We're just going to make a blanket statement, okay, and generalize that African-Americans are not comfortable in the city of Toronto, Canada. Broussard also, as I read just a moment ago about Toronto, great city, but it's not America. Like, what does that mean? Because in America, all I've heard about in the last couple of years, because it's been jammed down our throats by our sports leagues, is systemic racism, right? 
Black Lives Matter, uh, Stop the Hate. We can go on and on and on. I see it on the NFL fields. I see it on the back of helmets. I hear NBA players talk about it constantly. In the bubble in Orlando, Black Lives Matter was all over the court. But I guess in Chris Broussard's eyes, Toronto just isn't America, and you feel it. I've been to Toronto 30, 35 times. Yes, I acknowledge that I'm white. I'm not Chris Broussard. It's never, ever really hit me that I'm not in America other than the fact that if I want to go get some Canadian money, that's when I realize that I'm not in America. Also, when I go through customs, everything else is like any other big city in America. It's actually better than a lot of cities, in my opinion, in America. But I guess in Chris Broussard's eyes, Toronto doesn't feel like America to him, right? I don't really know what he means by that. What I do understand about Draymond Green and about Chris Broussard is that they have a platform to pretty much say what they want without repercussion. What was the repercussion for Green? Nothing, right? What's the repercussion for a ridiculous statement that Chris Broussard made on Fox Sports yesterday. Do you know that after the George Floyd murder, it was the first couple of days of June, and I heard and watched Kenny Smith, who I've known for 30-plus years. I got to know Kenny when he was drafted by the Sacramento Kings. I consider Kenny Smith a friend. Uh, I have talked with Kenny uh, over the years. I've had him on my radio show. And again, I had the utmost respect for Kenny Smith. But I talked about this on one of my first podcasts about a comment that Kenny Smith made. And he said, quote, it is not my job to educate white people. And he was very upset. And he made that comment. And I responded by saying, well, whose job is it? Isn't it our job to educate everyone? Why are you singling out it's not your job to educate white people? If that's how you feel, that is unfortunate. And I don't know if Kenny said that in a state of uh, turmoil because our country was in turmoil or if he really believes that. I would take the former. I don't believe that Kenny would have a problem educating white people if it made things better. The other thing that bothers me is why is it always white people's issues? Why is it always they're the ones? They're the ones. They're the ones that need to be educated. They're the ones that don't understand. They're the ones that's a problem. No, that's not accurate, okay? I just gave two examples, one of Draymond Green and another of Chris Broussard, and there are many other examples. It's a societal problem. It's not a black problem. It's not a white problem. It's not an Asian problem. It's not a Hispanic problem. It's all of us, and that's the biggest problem I see right now in the country. I think it's a real problem when a person of color can make a derogatory comment, a racial slur like Draymond Green, and nobody really even talks about it. Did you see anyone in the NBA that covers the league from a national perspective talk about this? No, they turn their heads the other way. Why? Because they don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be canceled. They don't want to be like, wow, I criticized Draymond Green for making a racial slur, and now they're going to come and attack me. No, 
you should. You should write about it. You should talk about it because what he said was wrong. And if a white commentator made those statements, that person would probably be unemployed in about five minutes. But for Draymond Green, we just turn our head the other way. And it takes a conversation with Joe Dumars and Adam Silver to acknowledge that he made a mistake, right? So it's a societal problem. And I talked about this the other day on my rant about needing a rule book, a really code of ethics each and every week. And by a code of ethics, I mean what you can say and what you can't say, what's going to be acceptable and what's not going to be acceptable because it seemingly changes every damn week in this country, right? I mean, you know, you can't you can't call a male anymore he. You can't call a female she. I mean, you can go on and on and on. You don't know what the hell to call anyone anymore, all right? Because the mob is going to come after you if you make a mistake, if you slip up. And again, I'm okay with Draymond's green apology. I really feel that it was sincere. I feel it was sincere. But I also have a problem with Draymond Green and his new media concept. I think Draymond Green is on a power trip. I think he feels like he is entitled. And you know why he feels that way? Because we, as a society, have entitled Draymond Green. Okay, he gave the double bird to the fans in Memphis in the playoffs in game two in Memphis. And afterwards was joking that he really wasn't worried too much about being fined because he's making $25 million this year. That's right, a sense of entitlement with money slash power. So why would Draymond Green change his way? Again, I accept his apology. It would have been nice if he had mentioned Kendrick Perkins by name, but I believe his apology was sincere. But I think it's just another example, all right, of it's not just a white society problem. All right, it is a problem in society in general. Draymond Green, a person of color, thinks it is absolutely fine to call another person of color the C word. He pretty much said that. All right, talked about using it with his friends. I've got an idea. How about we get rid of racial slurs, period? How about it's not okay? Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, doesn't matter if you're Jewish or you're Catholic. How about we just acknowledge that it is flat out wrong, right? How about we remove it from lyrics in our music in this country as well, because obviously it has quite an influence on young people as they grow up. How about we just say, you know what? It's not working in this country. There are too many examples of freedom of speech not working. Why do we turn our heads? Why do we turn our heads to Draymond Green? Why do we turn our heads to LeBron James and his hypocrisy and double standards? Why are so many in the media afraid to come out and ask the tough questions about Draymond Green, about the new media? What a bunch of crap the new media is. A guy that is on a power trip, a sense of entitlement. Again, entitled because we as a society have given him all the entitlement that he needs and more. The new media, really? That's where our country is heading, the new media. You know, I saw a quote from one of the last living World War II servicemen. And he was extremely emotional. And I'm paraphrasing, but he broke down emotionally and said, this is not the country I fought for. How about that? Spot on. Absolutely. 
spot on. We are now a country of hypocrisy. We are a country of double standards. We are a country of turning our head the other way. Again, MLK, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Well, there are those that are too afraid to call out Draymond Green for using a racial slur towards Kendrick Perkins. Hell, the NBA is too afraid to even fine him. Could you imagine, as I said a couple of moments ago, if, let's say, Luka Doncic said that about Kendrick Perkins? What do you think the turmoil in this country would be? It wouldn't just be on the NBA floor. It would be news from coast to coast, right? You know it. I know it. Double standard and a hypocritical society. Where are we going to get to as this country? You want to end systemic racism? You want equality for all? I think we all do. But how are you going to get there if we all live by a different set of rules and a different set of standards? Not acceptable. Racial slurs should be unacceptable, period. Doesn't matter what your ethnicity is. Doesn't matter who you are directing it towards. A racial slur needs to be stopped and it needs to be out of bounds. We as a society should demand that. We as a society should not tolerate it anymore. But we do tolerate it. We do tolerate it. And the question is, in my lifetime, will we see a change? I'm not really optimistic that we will. Because we live in a culture right now that is a woke culture. It is a cancel culture. It is a culture of you are done. You said something you shouldn't have. We didn't like the way you said it. We may have interpreted it wrong, but it doesn't matter. You're still gone. Draymond Green, no problem. Stephen A. Smith can make fun of the Nigerian Olympic team and the names of the players. He can mimic Shohei Otani, right, for his language barrier and doing interviews. And nothing happens to him. It just, no problem. He'll go on ESPN, make an apology, and continue on with his shows. And I'm not one that feels that Draymond Green should be canceled. I'm not one that feels Stephen A. Smith should be canceled. I'm not one that feels that they should lose their jobs. But I am asking for a level playing field with different ethnicities. And until we stop turning our head the other way because a person of color makes a derogatory comment about another person of color, whether it's a racial slur or derogatory term or both, until we as a country acknowledge that it's wrong, we're going to be stuck in the mud with the same problems that we're dealing with. So we've got Chris Broussard, we've got Draymond Green, all in the last couple of days. There will probably be another example tomorrow or Thursday or Friday, and it will be something that I talk about and only a few others talk about, But you won't see it, for the most part, in your mainstream news. You won't see it by the individuals that are national writers for the respective sports because they're too scared. They're too scared to do what's right. That's right. They don't want to do what's right. They continue to turn their heads. And what a freaking shame that. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is. It is now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question right here on my podcast. Alex asks, what was the biggest surprise to you in the NBA draft? I was surprised that Ben Carroll went number one. You know, we had heard and thought that it would be Jabari Smith. So I don't really look at surprises because things change in a hero hurry, but I, I was a little surprised by that. Ben asks, uh, did you think the Avalanche could win the Stanley Cup at the start of the playoffs? Yes, I thought they could win it last year and really the year before. I think they've been on the cusp of winning. So, yeah, absolutely. They've been very good. They've been one of the best teams in hockey uh, the last couple of years. Trevor wants to know, are you looking more forward to the NFL or NCAA football season? You know, I love the NFL. I'm an NFL junkie. So for me, uh, it would be the National Football League. Rich wants to know, how many games would you guess Alvin Kamara gets suspended for? I would guess at least six. Charlie wants to know, are you surprised Harden is willing to take less money? You know, less money now, more money on the length of the deal. So mm, not really, not really. Morrison asks, are the Knicks making a mistake using so much cap space on Brunson? We will find out. That's a fabulous question, Morrison. Uh, Is Brunson going to be the same player in New York? that he was in Dallas? Is he really that guy? It's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that question. Bryce wants to know, who's the next best DL behind Aaron Donald? Well, if you talk about defensive line as a player that plays with the hand in the dirt, to me, it's Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa is unbelievable. Uh, Donald, yes, is the best. Personally, I think Bosa would probably be number two. Jason wants to know, what are the odds... The MLB has robot umps by 2024 like Manford wants. In terms of calling balls and strikes, I'd say it's going to happen. I'd absolutely say it's going to happen. Jackson wants to know, does it seem like the Spurs are rebuilding the right way? Too early to tell, Jackson. You know, the lottery now is not a, you know, if you end up with the worst record in the league, there's no guarantee you're going to get the number one pick. And I think they realize that they're just treading water right now. I guess time will tell. It's a very good question. Josh wants to know, how is Miles Bridges' arrest going to impact his free agency? How about you ask the question, how is Miles Bridges' arrest going to impact his life? These are unbelievably serious allegations. Uh, He may end up in jail. Uh, To say the least, uh, it's going to affect his career uh, in a big-time way if the accusations are indeed true. All right, Aaron wants to know, did you find Andrew Bogut's tweets about Kendall Jenner funny? I didn't see his tweets, Aaron. I'll go back and uh, look at that. I follow him on social media, but I did not see that. I did not see that. 
Uh, Martin wants to know, are you surprised the Lakers are the only team interested in Kyrie Irving? Well, I don't know that they are the only team interested, but I'll answer the question this way. I don't know why anybody would want Kyrie Irving. I wouldn't want Kyrie Irving on my team. Ben asked, can Najee Harris become a top five running back? I think he can. You know, he's in a great organization with tremendous coaching. So, yeah, I think he could. Matt asked, do you believe Warren Sapp saying Kaepernick workout was a disaster? I'm not a fan of Warren Sapp. I've never been a fan of Warren Sapp, but I have no reason not to believe him. I don't know why he would say that if it weren't true. And last time I looked, Kaepernick still is not playing in the National Football League. Hey, if you want to get in on Crowd Ultra, go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I'll answer your question on Friday's podcast. It's time for Grant's Rant. All right, the Sacramento Kings fans were shown on video leaving the Chase Center after the second Summer League game. I don't know if that was a spoof. I don't know if it was done intentionally just to draw attention to themselves, but really we're getting excited over Summer League basketball. Please tell me that's not the case, Kings fans. I know it's been a long, dry spell of 16 years, 16 years of futility, 16 years of not making the playoffs, 16 years of not being 500, and you're walking out of the Chase Center bragging about you're going to win 40 games this year. Again, I don't know if it was a spoof or not, but, I mean, stop it already. You're embarrassing the fan base. Here's what matters in Summer League. There's only one thing that matters in Sacramento Kings Summer League. Keegan Murray. That's it. Nothing else matters. Doesn't matter if you win. Doesn't matter if you get blown out every game. Doesn't matter if you win every game, lose every game. Doesn't matter if you win by 50, lose by 50. Nothing matters. It's a waste of time. The only thing that does matter is Keegan Murray. Does he look like he belongs? Does he look like he can step on the floor and help the team in his first year and beyond? Because we've seen too many examples of high draft picks that look lost in summer league, and then they step onto the big floor in the fall and they're still lost. If you are good, if you are a high draft pick, you should excel in Summer League. If you are a high draft pick and you don't excel in Summer League, something is really wrong because you're not playing against NBA competition in Summer League, okay? Most of the players that are on the floor with you in Summer League will never, ever play a minute of NBA basketball. So stop it with the excitement over Summer League, would you please? Enough is enough already. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. Thank you so much. Hope you have a fabulous week. And hope you can join me again Friday on If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.